Travel has become a huge issue lately. And we, we heard a lot of your stories last week, some of you saying that what you've been doing is, or what you've done in, on past flights is to put all of your essentials in your carry-on bag because you're anticipating that your bag is going to be lost, that your checked bag is going to be lost. And now Air Canada says that they're going to be reducing flights for July and August to try to deal with some of this congestion. But is that the answer? Canceling more flights, making them even more limited? So we're going to get some details on what's been going on and what can you do to try to travel smoothly despite everything that's been going on. So talking about it with the expert, the host and producer of the Informed Traveler radio show and podcast on 630 Chet and 770 CHQR, Randy Sharman is joining me this morning. Randy, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for being on and for chatting about this because, I, I mean, you're really in your element right now with so many issues facing the travel <laughs> industry. Uh, so many things for you to talk about, and I know that you've got some some good perspective on this. So let's just first kind of talk about what it is that's that's going on and why. Is this all because of staff shortages, or is there is there more to uncover and discover here? Well, I think that's the big part of it. Uh, what you have to remember is it's not just the airlines that are having staffing issues. It's every level that uh, you go through to get to where you're going in your destination. If you think about it, the, think of all the things you have to do uh, to get on that aircraft. First of all, you got to get to the airport. So, uh, you know, whether you're using a taxi or Uber or getting there yourself, or then you're going to find a parking spot if you're driving yourself. And then you've got to uh, get to yourself to the terminal from that parking spot. And then there's the checking in process. So all of those levels are having staffing issues. Even if you want to, you get to the airport early, because everyone's saying that, get to the airport early. And I hate this phrase, pack your patience, because I think we're all tired of hearing that. Just, But you don't want to be in a hurry, right? Um, so even if you get there on time, you're getting through the process, you're all checked in, and I'll have a coffee, and i got time to wait. Well, even that restaurant is having staffing issues, and now that might even back you up, and now you're cramming food down your throat and running to get your aircraft. So, so it is a, a, a staffing issue on just about every level. Even the ground crew, people, you know, the people that put the bags on the aircraft and get the aircraft out from the tarmac onto the runway. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, I think what happened was that the airlines uh, kind of uh, were a little bit ambitious when this all started out, and now you're seeing the, the fruits of, of what's happening. So we're hearing that the airline industry isn't going to be the same or what it what was until 2023. Do you think it might even be longer than that until they can kind of get all of their ducks in a row? Well, I hope not. I'm hoping that, you know, you get through the busy summer season and they probably figure things out and maybe by the fall or, you know, into the you know, winter or something like that. Who knows? It remains to be seen. But, but I'm hoping that, you know, you, by the, they figure this all out through the summer. We'll see. Is, is the move that Air Canada is making by cancelling all of these flights throughout July and August, is that the right thing to do in your opinion? Well, I think so. I mean, if you look at it from the point of view of, you know, if you're going somewhere, do you want to show up at the airport the day of and your flight is cancelled? Or do you want to know well in advance, even before you book that flight, that that flight's not available? Right. So it just gives, I think it gives a better perspective. I mean, some people might disagree, but uh, 
I think that's kind of the the way to go. I mean, what else are they going to do if they know that that fight is, is, is might have a possibility of being canceled? Better to do it sooner than later. What are some of the stories that you've heard on your show? Because we talked about this a little bit last week uh, on on the morning show here. Just some of the the situations that people have dealt with. Are you are you hearing a lot of feedback from people that have dealt with some really crazy scenarios? Well, no, because all of my listeners, Chelsea, are informed travelers. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Thanks to you, of course. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, yeah, you hear all the stories, right? And most of it, uh, like, uh, you know, like, I think people in Edmonton are, are a little bit luckier. They're, you know, their airport isn't as big as Toronto. They don't have all the big flights coming in, delaying, uh, you know, people that way um but there are some things you can do you know like if you're uh already booked uh, you know there's a lot of apps and things you can go on you can go on the cats uh, uh website the canadian air transport security authority and they can give you the list of all the things you can and can't carry on you were, you were mentioning uh, before we discussed here that people are cramming everything into their carry-on uh thinking that their uh luggage is going to get lost or something well you know you don't want to be doing that because (laughs) chances are you might be packing the wrong thing and now you've delayed the whole process right right? all it takes is you know if there's 100 people waiting in line and 20 people are delayed by one minute that's 20 minutes that's been added on to your time getting through the security right and then uh, so that so there's that you can you can also see the wait times uh, at the airport, so I was just checking before we went on Edmonton. They're like, there's a five-minute wait to get through uh, Toronto for some reason. Oh yeah, that's a Fourth of July holiday going on in the U.S. There's a big delay uh, for about 45 minutes getting through to fly to the U.S. Right, and so that's that's one of the other things too. If you can avoid flying over the holidays, like this is probably one of the worst weekends, and it's even compounded because Canada Day was on Friday. Right, so people had even the extra day. It's a holiday in the U.S. It's one of the busiest times in the U.S. to be flying. So if you can avoid those holidays, and I know it's hard, like some people, they, they can't avoid that, or even book a midweek flight when less people are flying. There's those things like that. Um, you know, and the airlines do a pretty good job with their own apps, keeping you informed. You know, Air Canada, for example, if you're on one of their flights, they'll send you texts. You can sign up for the text and saying, hey, your flight's boarding, or your flight's delayed, or your flight's canceled, uh, you know that in advance, right? So there's lots of things you can do to, um, you know, try to help yourself, so to speak. And even when you're coming back into Canada, you, uh, the Canada Border uh, Services has their e-declaration app. You can fill that out and get a QR code. Uh, and then all you have to do when you're going through uh, customs coming back into Canada is scan that code. You don't have to go through the whole process. Uh, so that speeds things up too. So there's all those little things that you can do to help yourself. And if everyone's doing their own thing to help themselves, it smooths out the process much better. You know, you just mentioned using the apps to, to look at the wait times that are that are currently happening at the airports should you mm-hmm. base your arrival time on what that app is telling you or should there be kind of a change to the general rule of thumb in terms of how early you should show up for a flight because i'm thinking you know for for international it's two hours before your flight for domestic it's an hour before your flight are we sort of changing our approach to that when should people start showing up yeah i think even now uh and this is i forgot to mention this one too 
use a travel agent to help you because they can help you, they can guide you depending on your destination, you know, but as a general rule, yeah, uh, now it's like three hours or even more if it's an international flight um, and two hours if it's a domestic flight. If you can, uh, during the booking process, try to avoid using a connection. I know that's pretty hard. Sometimes uh, even like coming out of Edmonton, a lot of flights are connecting somewhere. Um, and if you are connecting, we'll give your connecting time a lot more leeway. Like, don't be running to the airport, giving yourself an hour uh, to connect to, to get your connection. Because you know, I'm looking here on the uh, flyeia.com website. This is Edmonton Airport. Uh, so there's a flight coming leaving Toronto or leaving for Toronto from Edmonton. Uh, it's delayed now by over an hour. So if you gave yourself an hour and a half to connect in Toronto, now you're really under the gun to get, to, to, to get that connection right. So there's just things like that in the planning stage and um, when you're already booked. Are there certain places, Randy, that are easier to travel to than others if someone really wants to get away but they have maybe limited time, don't want to deal with headaches? Is there is there anywhere that's really running very smoothly right now? As far as airports, um, I, I, again, this is where a travel agent really can really help because they they're the ones that uh, you know they have the expertise in in destinations and places that you can go instead of you know instead of going to I don't know this place try this place it's, it's very similar it has a beach and you know it has you know all the things you're looking for it's you know maybe not quite as far away or, or something to that effect they can really help you out. Okay. Well, we'll hope for the best for travelers. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed. Oh, can I just add one thing too? Of course you can. Don't. Yeah, don't be a jerk at the airport. <laughs> or really, like, don't be the don't be life. one of those people on YouTube screaming at a ticket agent or a flight attendant. They're you know they're the ones that actually showed up for work today or whenever whenever you're flying. So don't be a jerk to them. No one needs that, right? Yeah, you know, that was really the messaging during the the thick of COVID, right? Is those essential workers mm-hmm. being nice to them. And now it's it's sort of flipped. Now it's just, you know, be kind to those people that are working at the airport because God, they must be dealing with a lot right now. So oh, don't exactly. be a jerk. Great message, Randy. Yeah, don't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I appreciate it. Appreciate the conversation. You're perspective. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks, Chelsea. Take care. That's Randy Sharman, host and producer of the Informed Traveler radio show and podcast right here on 630 Chad and 770 CHQR talking about the travel industry and all of the issues that have been facing.